Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Here age relives fond memories of the past. If it's your first time joining us, welcome. On this podcast, we'll take a journey into the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. The postcards from this episode will be viewable on Instagram at sentfromdisneyland or on my website, sentfromdisneyland.com. Today I'm starting off by thanking my patrons from patreon.com. You can join in and receive mail from my desk or from my trips to Disneyland. I'm currently working on some new patron benefits. Patrons can sign up for as little as a dollar per month. Special thanks to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast, and to the e-ticket patrons Tania, Eric Daniels, Joe Gamble, Scott Booker, and Russ Romano. C-Ticket patrons Serious Inquiries Only, Debbie Weinstein, Jennifer Schneep, Ruby McDowell, Grace Cote, Scott Cagle, Monica Seats Vega, and Ben and Noel Bruning. B-Ticket patrons The Riley Family and the Disney Rewind Podcast, and to the A-Ticket patrons Elise Sharp, Zealot Infinity, Claire Voigtlander, Alexis Robles, Maggie and Henry Byers, Angelique and the Block, The All Aboard Podcast, and Ana Fichas de la Torres. I am your host, your post host Clocky, and today we have two postcards sent from Disneyland. The front of our first postcard has the E.P. Ripley pulling into the Main Street Station. You can see the Santa Fe logo above the Disneyland sign on the station and the floral Mickey smiling below on the berm. This is also a P card made by Plastichrome and was one of the and was one of Disneyland's first postcards to feature a real photo of the park. On the back it reads, "The Disneyland entrance, set in flowers, is as beautiful as Disneyland itself is wonderful." The Santa Fe and Disneyland Railroad Station sits atop the berm in all the glory of a transportation center of the 1900s. It's postmarked August 2, 1956 with an Anaheim cancel and a two-cent red Jefferson postage stamp, Scott number 1033. I assume they visit the park on Wednesday, August 1st, when park hours were from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. The weather was a high of 78 and a low of 60. Park attendance that day was 22,117. It's addressed to a Mr. Henry Chan, and brothers of Oakland, California. It reads, At last, we got into Anaheim 11.30 p.m. last night, and now we are sightseeing. This place is really fabulous. Al and gang. Although this is the first Mickey that you see walking into the park, it isn't quite hidden. There are smaller hidden Mickeys throughout Disneyland. A hidden Mickey is usually the classic three circles that create the head and ears of the world's most famous mouse. There are variations of this with Mickey's profile or a fuller representation of Mickey. Mickey isn't the only character who could be hiding. There are other characters tucked away, like an Easter egg in the parks. Hiding Mickey Mouse or other characters started long before the parks at Disney Animation. You can spot the classic three-circle Mickey in Bubbles during the Dopey vs. Soap sequence in Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, on a chair in Pinocchio, and one of my favorites is from Sleeping Beauty, when Meriwether uses magic to make cookies. The cookies that magically appear are Mickey-shaped. Many sources cite the late 70s, early 80s as the catalyst for hidden Mickeys in the park. The push for hiding Mickey and other characters came from a rule that Epcot Center would be void of any traditional Disney characters to stand out from the Magic Kingdom. Imagineers would try to hide a Mickey Mouse shape in attractions and while designing the park and its architecture. There were even hidden Mickeys on the round maintenance covers around Epcot. The rule of keeping Mickey and his pals outside of Epcot was changed in the mid to late 80s, and guests could see Mickey Mouse all around the park. It could be argued that the first hidden Mickey at a Disney park was done by Imagineer John Hench for the Rocket to the Moon attraction. This attraction opened on July 22, 1955, within a week after Disneyland had officially opened. 
The space station that launches the attraction's rocket is shaped with two smaller circles next to a larger circle, making the classic hidden Mickey shape. Some argue that Disneyland's address, 1313 Harbor Boulevard, is a subtle nod to Mickey Mouse, with the 13th letter of the alphabet being M. So, 1313 equals MM, which equals the initials for Mickey Mouse. The year is almost over, but there's still time to restock your vintage postage at Enfield Post. I had to buy some forever stamps at the post office this week for holiday cards, and the choices were limited. I should have just bought some weeks ago from Enfield Post. You can head over to Etsy and explore all the different vintage stamps you can use on your next card or letter. That's E-N-F-I-E-L-D-P-O-S-T on Etsy and Instagram for your wedding and vintage postage needs. Enfield Post is the official postage stamp sponsor of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. The front of our next postcard has Mickey Mouse waving a baton and leading the band from City Hall over to the flagpole in Town Square. On the back it reads, Mickey Mouse and Disneyland Band. One of Disneyland's favorite characters, Mickey Mouse, generates excitement and activity as he leads the Disneyland Band to Town Square on Main Street, where, under the direction of Vessie Walker, the band participates in daily concerts and flag ceremonies. It's postmarked August 8, 1965, with an Anaheim cancel and an upside-down, four-cent purple Lincoln postage stamp, Scott number 1036. And as mentioned before in previous episodes, an upside-down stamp is code or stamp language for I love you. I assume they visit the park on Saturday, August 7th, when park hours were from 9 a.m. to 1 a.m. The weather was a high of 80 and a low of 62. Park attendance that day was 57,925. It's addressed to a Miss Jackie Samuels and Julie Kidd of Richmond, Virginia. It reads... Hi. Having good weather and enjoyed everything so far. Have quite a bit to go. We're staying four blocks from here and we'll be here four days. Be good and you'd better write too. Love, Jay and Barb. Imagineers are not the only cast members to add hidden Mickeys to the park. There have been many hidden characters added to the attractions by cast members who might arrange plates and saucers to make a hidden Mickey. Some custodial cast members will sweep leaves into a Mickey shape for guests to see. Hidden Mickeys are also added to established attractions. The Golden Horseshoe, which opened with the park in 1955, has one of the smallest hidden Mickeys, but was added well after the venue had opened. Some hidden characters are nods to the history of the attraction's location. There's a hidden Eeyore sign in the Indiana Jones and the Temple of the Forbidden IQ, referencing that the location of the attraction was the Eeyore parking lot. Over at Disney California Adventure, there's a hidden Mr. Limpet in the Little Mermaid attractions under the sea sequence. This is also a reference to the same character being hidden in the movie The Little Mermaid at the end of the song Under the Sea. I just checked, and the movie The Incredible Mr. Limpet is not currently available on Disney+, Plus, but I'll be requesting it soon. This incoming postcard is sponsored by the Art Throwdown. Art Throwdown, or ATD, is a craft hour on Instagram at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. It's been a busy week, but ATD started strong on Monday with paper artist Russ Romano working on an intricate geometric coloring page. There have been some shifts on who's hosting each night, but it brings a bit of a surprise to each show. Each host brings something a little different to each episode. I'll list some of the regular hosts, or you can follow Russ Romano 2021 on Instagram. The front of my incoming postcard has Dale and Chip with open arms to welcome you to the Town Square Theater on Walt Disney World's Main Street, USA. There's a smudge postmark over the two postage stamps. 
137-cent stamp with the Mad Hatter pouring tea while Alice watches, Scott number 3913, and the 6-cent Walt Disney postage stamp from 1968, Scott number 1355. It reads, Hello. Hope your week is going well. Thank you for being our pen pal and sending us lots of cute Disney mail. How many times have you been to Disneyland? I haven't been to Disneyland in over five years. Amber and I were in California for a Beyonce concert, so we went to Disneyland for an afternoon. Holly, at Sisters That Snail Mail. Thank you so much for the postcard. I can tell you how slow the mail is, as you posted about mailing this postcard almost 20 days ago, and it just arrived. To answer your question, I've been to Disneyland many times, but in 2021, I've only visited the resort three times. I'm looking forward to my next trip in January. Another fun fact about this postcard stamp. I recently listened to the USPS official podcast and they mentioned that the current rule for a historical figure to be featured on a stamp was that the person had to be deceased for three years. This rule must not have been in place as Walt Disney died in December of 1966, and the stamp was produced in 1968. Be sure to follow Sisters Who Snail Mail on Instagram. They send out some amazingly stamped postcards and letters. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would be awesome to share your favorite episode. There are over 100 episodes to choose from. It would also help to leave a five-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sentfromdisneyland. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at sentfromdisneyland or on Twitter at sentfromdisney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard addressed to sentfromdisneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its host and guest of the Sent from Disneyland podcast.